This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk. Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, prevention, fitness, biohacking, and more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of FitRx. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Dennis. I may have said it on a recent podcast, but um, I was at a conference several weeks ago. It will be more than that when this podcast is aired, but uh, on age management medicine. And so every time we go, we always learn some cool stuff. And so got to learn about something called NAD, which we're going to talk about today. And I think you'll be very interested in that. And so my guest to help us with that is Dr. Teresa Ramsey. She is a leading expert in functional medicine. Uh, She uh, has been practicing in functional medicine and integrative care for 25 years at Revitalize Functional Medicine in Paradise Valley, Arizona. And she lectures throughout the country and does all kinds of fun things in her clinic, including bioidentical hormone replacement, IV therapy, uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, nutritional therapy, and um, I know she also does a lot of um, IV NAD, which uh, we're going to talk about today. So, Dr. Ramsey, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. Um, so, before we get started on NAD, I just always like getting to know my guests a little bit better. So, just tell the audience, if you will, just a little bit more kind of about you, maybe how you got started in this mm-hmm you know, I guess, functional medicine and, and, uh, you know, kind of how that's evolved for you over the years. Yeah. Well, I started out, I was a nurse and I was a nurse for 10 years. I was a traveling nurse because I didn't know where I wanted to live. And it wasn't until I got to Arizona that, um, I was still doing traveling nurse when I was here, but something came to me and it never came to me before because I love being a nurse, but out of the blue came this idea of this school. I never even knew there was a functional medical school. I'm a naturopathic physician. So I went right to school to be a functional medicine practitioner from day one. And I was the first graduating class out here in Arizona. That school started in 1996. And now I've been doing it since then. And I just love it. I, I didn't know I was looking for something as powerful as this, but it found me somehow. Okay. Yeah. Well, very cool. So, you know, I, I learned a little bit about NAD, which I didn't know a whole lot about. I mean, I, I had heard some about it, that it was good for you. And so, uh, let's just kind of get right into that. And so tell us, I mean, what exactly is NAD? So NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. So it's a long word. We talk in abbreviations in medicine because of those long words. Um, it is something in our body is in our body at all times. It's the fuel that our mitochondria or the battery in our cells need to stay alive. So if our NAD levels go to zero, we die in 30 seconds. So it's that important. And it comes from, it's a byproduct of B vitamins. Okay. Now, how did you first discover about this and what made you, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're becoming kind of an expert on this now. So what made you, you know, yeah. want to start doing NAD and just kind of learning more about NAD? Well, it was um, one of my uh, patients who's a physician. He called me up and asked me if I do NAD and I didn't even know what it was. I said, no, he goes, okay, I'm going to bring it to your office (laughs) and you're going to treat me. 
He says, I'm addicted to Percocet. And I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about this. So he brings me the protocol and I'm doing it on him. And he's in the IV room for eight days. And after day four, all of his addictions were gone. After day eight, he was a new person. And that's what we've seen with all of our addiction protocols is every single person has 100% success so far. I see no reason that it wouldn't be unless someone just doesn't complete the week for some reason. But he was the one who introduced me to it. I actually knew nothing about it. And during that first session, we both put an NAD patch on our backs. And I could see him immediately started to feel terrible. And I didn't feel anything. Like the whole time, I didn't feel anything. Until now I feel the patches because now I know what the IVs feel like. So now I know what to look for. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I want to get into like the protocol that you're using for addiction uh, a little bit later, but just first for kind of the everyday person out there, like why um, does our NAD levels decline as, as we get mm -hmm. older? Yeah, with normal aging, it declines. If we're not taking B vitamins or multiple vitamin, they're going to decline. Stress declines our NAD levels. Multiple medication use reduces our NAD levels. So things that put strain on our system decrease our levels. And there's a way you can test them on your patients to kind of get a baseline of where people are. And you'll see that your sicker patients obviously have lower levels than your healthier patients, which will need more support than people who have regular levels or higher levels. Other than keeping ourselves healthy, maybe trying to stay off multiple prescription medications, lowering stress levels, you mentioned maybe you know, taking some B vitamins. I mean, what are some ways that naturally that we can keep our NAD levels up? By keeping our stress as low as possible and taking our B vitamins. Without taking B vitamins, we don't get really good levels. So that, that's an that's a, uh, essential part. Okay. Now, do you, specifically for the NAD, do you recommend just uh, like a, a B complex or mm -hmm. a specific mm -hmm. type? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you can do the B3, but it could be, I, li I like to be complex because I'd like everything to be as comprehensive as possible. Okay. My, yes. And so are people going to feel if their NAD levels are low, or are they just going to feel bad in general? I mean, how, how would, other than checking it in the labs mm -hmm. that you suggested, but how would somebody know that, hey, I, I probably have low NAD levels? Um, chronic fatigue is low NAD. Chronic fatigue patients, they just can't get any energy. They can't get out of bed. Chronic fatigue, the fibromyalgia, all those syndromes that don't really have any cause, <clears throat> they're probably really low NAD levels. You get those levels up, they're not going to be fatigued anymore for sure. And that's one thing we see all the time is how much he feels um, energy level goes sky high with this hmm. and any form. It doesn't have to be the IV form, but the IV you feel right away. Okay. So who should look at, at doing NAD? I mean, you, you mentioned fibromyalgia, maybe people who are, are older, mm -hmm. just, you know, not feeling well. I mean, what about, you know, I'm kind of middle-aged, pretty healthy, but always looking for the next thing, you know, to, mm -hmm. to optimize, to, you know, Made me feel that much better. Like, I mean, is it good for for anybody? I mean, who's like the perfect candidate for NAD therapy? Yeah, aging patients, stressed patients, um, patients that have uh, not only fatigue but pain that's untreated, etc. I would definitely have those patients try an IV NAD, just one, to give you feedback on where's their inflammation in their body. Did they get energy from it or were they exhausted from it? Because what they tell you is going to help you plan. You know, what's what's next for them. And then the patient's engaged in their wellness too, because they're giving you feedback. And with that feedback, you're able to make a really great long-term plan for them. So let's talk about how we can replace NAD levels. And so um, I know you do a lot of IV therapy. You mentioned a patch. Mm -hmm. um, I think you can also maybe do these kind of sub-Q 
uh, as a shot. So, so let's go through um, each one of those. Um, first, I think you mentioned in the lecture that oral NAD it does not work. Is that correct? Does not work. No, doesn't work. Okay. Okay. So, so we have to go either IV, sub Q, or a patch. Right. Okay. That's correct. So let's just start with a patch because that seems like something that would be easy. You know, what kind of effects could someone uh, expect from from a patch? How, how much can we yeah, increase the levels when, with the patch? So yeah, it's interesting. Um, some people that are healthy that you give the patch to, or even in, in a sub Q two, may or may not even notice it. Like I was saying, I think the reason I didn't notice what the patch was doing because it was so subtle. And it wasn't until I, after I did my first IV that I'm like, okay, I understand now the patches do work. I didn't know that feeling was the NAD. And that feeling for me is like, my shoulders are tight a lot from being on the computer. So the very first thing, when I put the patch on, I feel my shoulders completely relaxed. Um, other people are going to feel different things. Like for example, the patients who are addicted, um, they're already um, toxic. So when they take the patch, they're going to feel nauseous and sick where someone who's healthy is not going to feel that. So it depends on the health of your patient. When you start them out, what they notice. Okay. Um, the injections um, once a week is a good maintenance. If you're trying to reverse something, you're going to do it every day. Uh, once a week is a good maintenance there. Like the IVs are once a month if people want to maintain with the IVs because it's a much bigger level increase. Okay. Um, um, so let me go back to the patch for just a minute. So if, if somebody if, so if somebody is trying to, say, um, treat fibromyalgia or something like that, can they get the levels high enough with a patch to – you know, to move the needle there, or are they going to need? It's going to take them a long time. It's going to take okay. them a long time. That's why I say for those people, jump start with the IVs. Get get a good dose in their body. Keep their stress levels low, their B vitamins up, all that stuff that you would normally do, so they get the best thing out of their NAD treatment. Okay. And, and so then, for me, it took it took me doing an IV to appreciate the patches. So that might be true for a lot of your patients. Okay. And then so. And then I want to get to the other ones in a minute, but say they're doing the patches. Is that, and I'm not familiar with the patches. Are those, are those mm -hmm. daily? Are they weekly? Or? Mm -hmm. It depends on what you're treating. Okay. So if it's a maintenance, it's once a week and you, you activate it with NAD on one side and saline on the other side of the patch, you put it on your lower back and you can get the four hour patch, the six hour patch or the eight hour patch. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just get the four at first, you know, have your patient start that. And then when you get into programs then I get the longer one, but you don't need it at first. Okay. All you're trying to do is get the attention of the patient so they know what it's doing for them so they keep using it. Gotcha. Okay. And then, so let me go to just maybe the sub-Q now because that's mm -hmm. something people could do at home. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm going, I guess, kind of from, from easiest to, or most accessible, you know, to, to least yeah. accessible being, being the IV. So if somebody, uh, you know, wanted to, to do this at home, you mentioned weekly. Is, is a weekly injection enough to... I mean, kind of see progress from treating things like chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, those kinds of things. Yeah, the chronic fatigue patients, though, you're going to want to have them doing it every day because they're building upon the next day. Hmm. And if they don't take it every day, they're not going to really feel anything. So they really need it every single day. And then the maintenance after their energy is back. And I know you use more things than just NAD, hormones, obviously, vitamins, other IVs. Um, and then, you know, then they're not going to need it as much once they get their levels up. And I haven't done a test. I'm going to do that where I measure a few patients' blood, and then I just give one modality injections or sub-Q or IVs just to compare outcomes for other patients. I've never measured them, done it that way. But that's the kind of data my, my patients want. Okay. Now, what, what kind of dosing are we talking about if, 
somebody wants to do just a, like a sub Q injection, say mm-hmm. once a week for kind of maintenance, what kind of dosing are we talking like about? Like 250 milligrams, um, depending on how you concentrate it, that's either going to be a half a CC or a full CC. Now uh, I mentioned this earlier, but so if somebody like myself who's pretty healthy, um, if I were to take a weekly NAD injection, mm-hmm. I mean, am I going to just notice what, maybe more energy? What, I mean, what should I notice? You might notice more energy. You might notice less fatigue or less inflammation is really the, what the word is because it's all about inflammation and NAD. So if you have inflammation that's compromising your energy or your mood, you're going to feel that because the inflammation is going to go down. Gotcha. Okay. Now, once somebody is correcting their NAD levels, um, I mean, did they say they're on a maintenance once a week shot? Yeah. I mean, and they stop. You know, I assume those levels are going to eventually go back down or how, how yeah. does that work? So they have yeah, to they go down. Okay. So, so they're going to have to continue this kind of indefinitely. Well, once they're down, they're down back to baseline again. And, and either that person's going to stay off of it. They decide not to do it, or they're going to realize that's not how they want to live their life. But in, once you experiencing it, patients have definitely something to say, okay. you know, about maintaining themselves. And they typically pick it, pick a maintenance dose. That's more than I would have even chosen for them mm-hmm. because they get so excited about feeling different. Uh, and, and so is there, is there any downside at all to using NAD long-term that we know no, of? Not at all. Not at all. Essential part of our biochemistry. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't find any kind of indications. I was not taught any kind of indications. So that's okay. how I use it too. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's move into the, the IV NAD. Uh, and, and I want to wait to kind of talk about your addiction protocol because that's a little bit you know, more robust, but just mm-hmm. for like the general person that, that doesn't have addictions, but just wants, mm-hmm. you know, to feel better or whatever. Uh, so they, they do this IV and it, it runs pretty slow. Does it not over it has a few to hours? Patient's tolerance. So, I mean, I got it down to where I could do it in an hour and 15 minutes. Now it started off being three to four hours. So the more your body's used to it, the less information you have, the faster you go. Okay. And, um, so it's going to be depending on the patient. For example, one of my patients who's kind of heavy, not in great shape. She could take it really fast, which is unbelievable. Cause to me, I would think she'd have a lot of inflammation. Then I have a gentleman who's in great shape, but it might take him three to four hours based on tolerance. And the symptom most people have that kind of makes him slow down is the sensation of a heart attack, because that's where most of the mitochondria are is in the heart. So when they're turning over, it could feel like a squeezing sensation, like a heart attack would feel it's not a heart attack. Um, but you can have that sensation. I couldn't get it no matter how fast I went. But I did get to feel jaw stiffness because that's how someone will feel a heart attack. So I know now I'm never going to feel a heart attack in my heart. I'll feel it in my jaw because of how the NAD made me feel. Interesting. So other things, nausea, we get nausea, um, irritable, just because so much is happening in your body. So we have meds to kind of treat all that stuff. The one we use most is Zofran for nausea. And because pretty much 100% of people will have nausea when they start the IV. Okay. Now, how long does that usually last? Well, we give Zofran and it's gone. And Mm. most people don't need another one. Some people will need another one. Okay. Now, will people also get these same side effects if they're doing like a weekly dose with the sub-Q? They won't get that? No. You might get a hint of it, but it's nothing at all like the IVs. And and that's just because it's so much more concentrated. Yeah, drop a seed now being, you know, absorbed throughout the whole body. It's not being used as quickly because it's now it's being absorbed first when the IVs is already in your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, and so if people are just doing this for, again, general health to feel better, as far as an IV, mm-hmm. how often do you typically recommend they get these treatments? 
Well, my patient populations are like high-end patients and they're always wanna be as proactive as possible. The average I would say is twice a week, twice a month maintenance, one mm -hmm. bag. Okay. If they're experiencing something, they might do an extra bag, you know, just to kind of get in front of something else. And once they've done it enough, your patients will be the same. They know what they need and what they can do. You know, they'll know how many bags they need because they've already experienced it. Hmm. Same thing with addiction, because one of our gentlemen had to redo it. Um, and he knew exactly what to expect. Wasn't afraid of it the second time. And so if, if they're sitting there for hours getting an IV, I assume you've got a, a IV room, probably some TVs and stuff, and they just kind of yeah, hang out, yeah. take a nap, whatever. And we have some private rooms because some of our gentlemen and lawyers, they want to work while they're getting it. So they go into a private room, work while they're getting their IV and then go home. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So we do have private rooms and we also have our main um, IV room as well. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so are there any contraindications at all to, to no. NAD? No. No. Not at all. Okay. You would think so as you watch these people, but it's just a very tip. Once you start, you're used to watching people get NAD, you'll get used to it. But it's not, it's not like the regular IVs, like vitamin C and ozone and all of that. It's very different. Um, I, I want to jump to the addiction because that's something I, uh, I don't know how many people do that, um, but I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't think it's very many. But um, you gave some just fascinating testimonials of, of these people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you kind of alluded to one at the, at the first of our conversation uh, about people completely getting off, you know, narcotics or other things that they're addicted to without, I mean, without any bridge of therapy and without really any side effects with like a week of doing this daily NAD. And so right. anyway, just fascinating to me. So just talk about how you learned about that and then maybe why that works and, and just some of the, mm -hmm. uh, a little more specifics about that particular protocol. Yeah. And I'm not sure that we know exactly how it works. I, I what I learned from my conference made sense to me is when it comes to addiction. Um, and I didn't really know this before I started studying NAD that addictions themselves, no matter what it is to anything, it's all the same in the midbrain. Like it's all stored in the same exact place in the brain, in the midbrain. And what NAD does, and it takes time and it takes that many bags of, of NAD it clears all those, the memory part of that midbrain out. So it's gone. Like when these people are done, that, that memory of that addiction is even gone. <clears throat> now, if they go and they start drinking again, like that happened to one of ours, um, they have to start from the beginning and do the entire protocol again. Cause he thought he could do one or two IVs. I'm like, no. And um, it was probably six months after he relapsed. Six months after he was clean, he relapsed. And then within a few weeks of that time, he came back in and now he's clean as well. So the, the belief is that with these addicted patients, that it has that mostly to do with the midbrain inflammation and patterning that gets erased so that that is completely gone. They don't even need Suboxone or anything at all to keep them off of their Medicaid, their addictive substances. So that's all I can say about how it works there. Um, but if you do NAD yourself, you even feel every single cell of yours is kicking inflammation out when you're getting that about an AD. If it's going the faster it goes, the more you feel it, the slower it goes, the less you feel. It's still happening. And then we'll need as needed meds, right? Because some people will um, have some restlessness or they'll be, they'll not be sleeping. We give them Trazodone to take home or we'll give them Xanaflex or we'll give them Zofran. So whatever we need to do to medicate them to help them feel calm. And that's only day one and two pretty much. After that, they don't need that stuff. So this is a, a pretty intense protocol. And so you're doing this NAD IV daily for, for eight, what, eight for eight days. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, three bags a day. Okay. So it's, it's even a higher dose than, than most people mm -hmm. get. 
Yeah, okay. it has to be. If it's a lower dose, it doesn't work. They've tried it and tried it in many ways, and this is the only way that works. Eight days in a row. So we do have our nurses coming on the weekends. We have lots of lounge chairs, you know, so that people are comfortable. People bring food and water because it's it's a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and and so if somebody has some kind of a, an addiction, they they do this for eight days. And then they're they're good. Like they don't need a, a, a maintenance phase of this. Like we were talking about earlier, nothing. I mean, they're they're right. good. Right. Wow. Right. So so fascinating. Um, and, and so, I, how many people do this across the country? This this specific protocol for addiction. Do you know? No, no. There, my someone here was looking up locally, and people do NAD, but they don't really advertise it for the addiction part. Right. Which is, I don't know why. Um, and the people that have done the addiction are children of our patients. That's who it is. Like they hear about it, they ask us about it. They have a son or daughter-in-law, and then they shove them in here and they pay for their treatments and all that stuff. So yeah, it's not like um, I'm a center where people are coming for with addiction all the time. No, um, we're making outreach programs with these places, but. You know, the places that treat addiction don't want the people to get better. They're not going to be making their money. So it's kind of, it's not an easy bridge to cross because their goals and our goals are different. Our yeah. goals are to get them clean and their goals are to keep them coming back. Mm-hmm. So wow. it doesn't work yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's so interesting and fascinating that people can just put down whatever, I mean, alcohol, uh, narcotics, whatever, and not have any mm-hmm. side effects from that. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. I know. Um, so tell us, I mean, and, and you've given a few, uh, but, but give us a couple of just kind of testimonials that stand out in your mind and it could be an addiction or it could be just something, you know, some other cases of people that have come in, uh, received NAD, you know, and how it's changed them. Just maybe a, a couple that stand out in your mind. Well, the two, I'm not sure we spoke about this yet today. The other benefit that NAD does, if we're aggressive enough, is it reverses and prevents Alzheimer's disease. We've done it twice. Um, it's amazing. And, and the, what I haven't treated yet, which are treatable with NAD, is Parkinson's and MS. Like those are the two coming. We have two patients coming from California to do that. So I don't have the experience, but we can use them to treat that. And what's interesting is the woman was the first one that we treated uh, with Alzheimer's. I didn't even know this before I got my training, before I knew it was going to work. Um, and she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to try that. And then, um, and she used to be a lawyer Then she had to retire because of her memory. And now she's volunteering and doing gardens. And so she's a hundred percent as well as the other gentleman that I think I spoke about in a conference. So David came to me with um, Alzheimer's disease and his neurologist had a state referred him to me because he heard about what I do. And by day eight, he was living life like a normal man. He did not live a life like he had Alzheimer's disease. And then his doctor tested him 35 days later and they do the same vital signs, CNS vital signs they do all the time. And he passed it as a normal man who doesn't have Alzheimer's. So it's pretty cool to watch in clinical practice. We don't really have tools that reverse that. So it's exciting stuff. Okay. any other cases that maybe stick out in your mind? Uh, um, my post-COVID syndrome, there's nothing else that works for them. This mm-hmm. works terrifically. Um, whether it's fatigue, blood clots, whatever it might be, NAD only helps that situation. Some people need more than one IV. Um, it helps to dissolve those blood clots too. Um, the PEs that we're seeing like crazy now. Um, and it gets those patients' energy back, their taste back, mm-hmm. builds iron. Somehow, I forget the mechanism, but um, NAD releases iron from ferritin, liberating it to be circulating more. So, yeah. 
do they, because uh, this post-COVID is a pretty big deal. I mean, see, yeah. I see a ton of, of those patients. And so did they need that treatment within a certain time or if they're still having, uh, say, no taste after six months, I mean, will it still work? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes it go faster. It doesn't embrace it right in that moment, but it makes mm -hmm. it go faster. Um, and even if it's six months out and we do it now, that's still benefiting that patient. Because, you know, with inflammation, anything happens, the smell, the taste loss, whatever it might be. And then as soon as the inflammation goes down, the higher NAD levels are, the sooner those symptoms go away. Mm -hmm. and, cool. and, and you said one, one treatment is a lot of times one adequate for that? Enough. Yeah. Some people did a few more than that just to make sure they were out of the woods completely, but it doesn't take much. So I, I know these post-COVID patients, their NAD levels must get really, really low before they, you know, start getting better. Hmm. So... Is there anybody coming in uh, like pretty pretty quickly after they're diagnosed with COVID, uh, you know, using NAD? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, some of our patients use NAD to treat COVID. I don't. I, that's not my decision. It's theirs, and it does. Mm -hmm. It's just a little more expensive than doing vitamin C. <laughs> sure. But they yeah. they're used to their NAD. They like that for their immune system, and so they chose that, and it, the results are the same. Yeah. So uh, talk about the a little bit about the cost. And I mean, you know, I'm sure places around the country are charging you know, differently and depending on what you're doing, but that's probably the biggest hurdle I would think uh, to NAD therapy is just the cost. So maybe talk about the cost of the mm -hmm. patches versus maybe just the sub-Q shots versus like IV therapy. Mm -hmm. So we are, we found a new source for NAD. We think our price is going to go down where I was trained, which was, give me a second. Um, I'll, I'll give you the name where I was trained. We use their pharmacy and we have to charge certain prices. Like it wasn't up to us to charge anything. But now with this uh, competitive sourcing, we can charge what we want to now. So it's going to be a lot better. I, I'm excited about that. So Wells Pharmacy is the one now that's less expensive than Archway. And Springfield Wellness Center is where I did my original training. Okay. Um, so just for the listeners, give them an idea of like what, you know, it would cost to get patches again versus maybe shots or, or an IV? They're all about a couple hundred dollars. Like they're, none of them are inexpensive. So patches and injections are going to be about the same. And if, if it was up to me, which one is better, I would probably say the injections. What about the IV NAD? What can one expect to pay for that? Mm -hmm. So the bag is one bag of 500 milligrams is also $500. Hmm. At the price we have that we're locked in with that price, but now we have competition. So <clears throat> we're calling other pharmacies and I think our price is going to improve. Okay. You okay. might have Great. compounding pharmacies near you, right? I also gave you a name earlier that they're net nationwide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so anything that I did not ask about NAD that you think is important that you just want to throw out there? No, I just think it's something we all have to start paying attention to more. Like people don't know about it. Yeah, I didn't know before I started. You didn't know. I just think it's something that has to become more of a, a hum, common household name for everybody, okay. for people, for yeah. doctors, for research, for everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, very, very good. Uh, so if people want to just reach out to you, learn a little bit more about your clinic and, and what you do, um, how do they get a hold of you as far as your clinic website and that kind of thing. Yeah, they can call the office. I'll give you the number and I'll give you our website too. So it's 480-970-0077. And our website has changed over the years. So it's now it's called Revitalized Paradise Valley. Okay. 
Okay. Well, very good. Uh, mm. So as we wrap up here, uh, as my guest, no, I always end my podcast by ask, asking my guest if they could give us one health tip that would make us healthier today. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? I would say make sleep your priority. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and yeah. uh, that's what that's where we're headed here soon. (laughs) Very true. Uh, Very good. So that's a good one. All right. Uh, Well, Dr. Teresa Ramsey, uh, appreciate your time and expertise on this very interesting, interesting and intriguing uh, subject uh, for me anyway. So hope everyone enjoyed and um, thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlife.com dc.com or you can email me at drgreg at vibrantlifedc.com